Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and this is episode number 25 and so glad that you're here. Welcome to another week, another podcast to fill your brain with some knowledge, some tips, some encouragement, uh, some insight. Uh, this one is going to be all about sugar, um, just places that sugar can hide, ways that you can swap it out, and just the way that we've been uh, taught as a society um, about sugar, the ways we've been kind of um, fooled or kind of just it's been sneaked into, snuck into, sneaked, snuck into so many things um, that we have no idea. And we wonder why we are struggling as Americans with our health problems, why our children's ca- children can't focus, why they're struggling with health problems. Um, and a lot of it has to do with hidden sugars um, because too much of that just is not good for us. Now, sugar tastes great. It's amazing. There's a reason it tastes good and why it's addicting. Um, but in moderation, and I think our society has lost touch with that. Um, it also impacts inflammation, which we did an entire podcast on. So if you go back, um, scroll through the podcast, I should have looked. <laughs> I don't remember the exact um, episode number. Maybe I can pull that up here really quick while I'm chatting. But we did a, um, a whole episode on inflammation and how much sugar really can impact uh, inflammation in your body and um, creating all of those just health issues that we have. Um, okay, I have it pulled up right here. Let's see here. Um, this will be episode 16. So I will link to that in the show notes because that was definitely a popular one, a good, um, juicy, filled one with so many, um, yeah, just so many things um, to teach you guys. Uh, and I learned a lot myself too. Always learning, always growing. Uh, and wanting to bring that to you guys as I am on this journey with you. We're all on our own journey. Um, I feel like we we will never really arrive. I know that's not really the best encouragement, but we will never fully arrive with our our health, our goal. Like it just, it feels like, you know, we're constantly changing. And then, you know, we're getting old, you know, you know as we're getting older, our bodies and our health require different things because things shift. Um, so, you know, when you're 50, you can't treat your body like when you were 20. So, um, you know, it's, it's a never ending thing, but, um, definitely in our society today with the resources and the amount of free content and also great paid content, I mean, it's so willing or it's so worth it to invest in, 
um, really good expert um, advice, programs, um, you know, functional medicine, doctors, integrative, um, you know, if that's where you're at. Um, but we live in a world where there's just so much knowledge in so many different aspects and areas of life. So um, just don't feel discouraged, but feel encouraged that as you journey through life and you experience the ups and downs of um, different health things and different goals, they, be, they will change for you. Your goals will change. Um, that there are people out there fighting for you and what you're looking for. Um, and yeah, just, just don't give up on that. So, all right. Um, and I am in a new office space, not new, but new to me. I haven't come out here to record yet. So if it sounds different, like, I don't know, (laughs) I'm in the office that we had built for my husband, um, because we needed to be able to put our daughter in her bedroom when she was not so little anymore. We transferred her probably around four or five months, um, to her bedroom and that was the only other bedroom we had upstairs and my husband's been working from home. So we worked on building an office in our garage. Um, so that's where I am and it's really awesome out here. It's nice, but I don't know how the sound quality, you know, for this is, um, or if there will be any random noises that I don't know about. <laughs> so anyway, we are out here because it is definitely more quiet than my, my inside right now. Um, so Let's get to today. Um, we're not, you know, going to spend an hour here. So we're just, you know, really going to just define, you know, the sugar and, and what it's doing to us and our health and um, where it's hiding, what certain foods it, um, and, and drinks it's hiding in. You probably already know a lot of this, um, but hopefully you learned something new um, as I had kind of just breezed through different lists of things and thought of different things. Um, and then just maybe, uh, encourage you to swap things out and not to tell you to never consume sugar again. Your body needs it. It is a form of energy. It's, it's meant to be enjoyed. Um, but again, (laughs) it's just bonkers, all the things that it's in and all the ways that it's hiding, all the names it hides behind. Um, if I can get it together, I would love to put together a easy, PDF, um, yeah, we'll just call it PDF for you guys to just reference to, um, you know, just showing you different swaps that I have found, um, different brands, uh, and, and just different, um, sugars that you can use in, in some of your recipes. Um, so we'll, we'll see if I can um, get that together here for you guys. But in the meantime, just in this episode, um, just, you know, wanted to really, shed some light in this area because the food industry has really tainted our foods and gotten our culture addicted to sugar. And a lot of it goes unknown. Like I was saying, people don't know. They don't know better. Like it tastes good, so I'm going to eat it. Why would they, why would they know to think differently if not taught or around, um, people that would, you know, question such things in the food. Um, you know, it's, it tastes good and it's usually a cheaper, you know, anything that you're buying with sugar in it, it's cheaper. Um, so why question it? Um, and it's, and it just is wreaking havoc in so many people's bodies. It's making us sicker. People wonder why they aren't reaching their goals. 
Why can't I lose the weight? Why do I have these achy joints? Why can't my kid pay attention? Why does, you know, all of these things, uh, they, they impact us more than we think. Uh, and sugar addiction is a real thing. It's a big deal. So when you consume, like even just thinking about like, okay, just think with me here. Um, even just thinking about like a plate of like, think of your favorite cake, like a just, or just like the best chocolate cake you've ever had or whatever flavor you like. I love chocolate, chocolate, anything like you immediately go to a place when you start to think about it or you close your eyes and you envision it, like your mouth starts to salivate because your brain makes that connection and that desire and it releases that dopamine. It's a dopamine hit. Why do people want drugs after they get addicted to it? Because it gives them that quick hit of feeling good. It's satisfying. It, it, um, makes them forget about other things. Like it, there's just this property to it. It stimulates the brain to release dopamine. So it, it, sugar is just, it's proven. I mean, you go look it up. It is just as addictive as drugs and as alcohol. And that's crazy and scary because sugar isn't going to get you high and it's not going to get you into trouble like, you know, with the law or whatever, like, but it can get you in a big, it can get you in big trouble with your health in the, over the course of time and you don't see the impact now. So it definitely causes damage, you know, down the line. Um, but in a different way than drugs and alcohol, of course. But it, like, isn't that crazy that they're on the same playing field of how they make the brain release dopamine? How the hit that comes from just even thinking about sugar. You know, you think of a drug addict or an alcoholic who doesn't have access to it at the moment, but just the thought of it makes them like, I need it now. I have to find it. And, and then once they do they're okay, they can calm, they can feel satisfied. Um, and, and it's just a continuous cycle. And so how do we break that, um, with sugar? And, and it's, it's super hard. Um, the average American consumes 17 teaspoons now, if you just have like a bag of sugar sitting around, go measure out 17 teaspoons and just look at that, okay? That's like 75 grams of sugar per day, per day. That is a lot of sugar. And that's just the average. <laughs> like I, yeah, I have changed how I eat so much, like, over the last 10 years, you know, I thought that I was eating healthier back when I was like, you know, just, you know, in senior year. And as I graduated, like I really, I was always self-conscious about my body and like wanting to eat better. And, you know, I wasn't the one in charge of the grocery shopping and, and, you know, it was my mom and, and I tried to do my best with, you know, making salads and, um, eating the whole wheat bread and, and like all these things thinking that was it. My mom didn't even, she didn't know better. And so I just kind of started making assumptions and, and what I thought, you know, I learned in, in school or read in a book or, or like a random health magazine that I would never pick up these days and trust. 
um, because it's it's not accurate. <laughs> um, so then, you know, when I started to um, make a little money and after I graduated high school and I, I, you know, worked, I would buy my food and think that like yo play yogurt was so much better for me. And, um, you know, I would eat dry cereal and just the randomest things. I didn't even look at salad dressing ingredients. Like I just, I was eating a salad, but I was not paying attention to what kind of dressings I was buying. And, um, yeah, like nature Valley granola bars, like all these things. And I was doing what all I knew. And so I just think back to people, you know, who are me, who are me, um, when I was, you know, between the ages of 16 and, and 19, like just the decisions that I want, you know, the choices I wanted to make to better my health, but they still were not um, bettering me. So I was on a journey. I was, I was seeking. I was trying to find. Um, and, and some of those things, most of all of that still contained so much sugar as I also consumed ketchup like nobody's business. I'm sure I've shared that on a podcast before. Um, but we, you know, we've all got our thing. You either are like a ranch girl, barbecue, ketchup, whatever it is, you know, you got your thing. Um, and I get that. (laughs) Um, but wow, holy smokes, did I consume a lot of sugar in all that ketchup over the years. And back when my mom would buy the one with high fructose corn syrup in it. So I actually, yeah, I don't even like the taste of that. Like when it's in a soda and I have a sip of my husband's soda, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't even know how you finish a can of soda. But here's the weird thing. A little side note. (laughs) When I'm pregnant, um, I am 13 weeks pregnant with our fourth. Um, I, I crave, like, I just want a sip of soda. I don't know why like it's not necessarily the carbonation because I've had Zevia um I've had LaCroix like all those kinds of things and I drink those majority of the time if I want something fun like that um but like I rarely when we go out to eat will ever have a sip of my husband's soda and like when I'm pregnant I'm like can I just have a sip (laughs) and then I'm like why did I do that because I actually like just don't like the, the aftertaste Maybe I'm just so used to like stevia, stevia sweetened things. I don't know. But the high fructose corn syrup just gets me every time. I'm like, I just, even like in ketchup. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not sure. But we buy we buy the ketchup that has um, just like regular sugar in it. I buy one that doesn't have sugar in it. Um, but, you know, sometimes my family does not prefer that. So anyway, I'm getting on a little rabbit trail there. But just wanted to share like just where I was at and the journey that I was on and thinking I was making better choices and yet I still was so misinformed and so that's why like I just I want people to really know how much sugar is impacting their health so you have to begin um understanding you know like I said it's an addiction and so when you're addicted to something you rely on it you train your body in your brain to reach for that thing when you are fatigued, when you are sad, when you are happy, like you're training your body. And so it's literally having to unlearn something. You kind of will go through like withdrawals. Like you're going to wander around being like, what do I even eat? And you just need to figure out your alternative options and you need to figure out something else that you can grab or something else that you can do when you're realizing and recognizing that your body wants that hit 
Can you go for a 10-minute walk to distract? Like, what can you distract yourself with? Can you go and just have some berries? I was just reading something um, that blueberries are just one of the best. Just go eat a giant cup of blueberries. It is the best thing for your brain. They reduce inflammation. They're sweet in a way. Um, They have their own sweetness to them. Like, just find grab an apple yes there's sugar in there but like if you need something just make it as natural as possible or have a a zevia with you know the the stevia um a sweetener um maybe you need to just go read a book for 10 minutes and you're gonna hopefully forget all about what you wanted go on a walk call your mom call a friend go do something like it doesn't have to always be that food. So if you need to rely on something else, you know, figure it out beforehand. You can't just expect yourself to be like, okay, I'm not going to have sugar today. And then your body's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, what else, what are we going to do? And, and if you've not already decided and you've, and you've not already started to make um, an action plan, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Because if you don't know what you're going to do when all of a sudden that time comes and you normally reach for that muffin or that candy bar what if there's nothing there you're gonna go find it even if you don't bring it with you to work you're gonna go find it if you don't already have an action plan or something else in replacement sitting in front of you so I hope that makes sense that you can find find that thing that works for you um, and, and maybe you, you know, jumping all in, like going cold turkey, sometimes that's not even the best way to do it. You really just need to start slowly phasing out either times of the day that you recognize you eat it, a certain food that you're eating all the time, a coffee that you're grabbing. Like what is one thing you can eliminate for this coming week? that you know you're just reaching for to get a hit, to get an energy kick. How else can you get an energy kick? You can drink a whole bunch of water. You could go on a walk with, in some fresh air. You could do a little 10-minute um, you know, body weight exercise. You could take some deep breaths. You could focus on just some breath work. You can just grab some whole foods rather than packaged foods. Just grab some whole foods or just a black coffee. Like if you really need a pick-me-up, just have, if you need some coffee, have some coffee. Like whatever, but don't go grab the, the, you know, largest frappuccino that has 60 to 70 grams of sugar in it. You wonder why you're hungry by 10, 11 a.m. It's because you just drank coffee on your way out the door that probably was loaded with sugar. Or, you know, your coffee and um, a quick piece of toast or a muffin or a granola bar with nothing else to bind to in terms of fats and proteins. Your body will feel like, oh, I got it. This is it. We feel good. We're feeling good. This tastes good. Got my energy buzz. And then you crash, right? Like you're like, holy smokes, it's 10 a.m. And I'm like ready for a nap. Yeah. And so then what do you do? You reach for more of that kind of stuff. And then by 2 p.m. you're like, holy smokes, I'm falling asleep. I need blah, 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 you know. And so you just get into this cycle. So you have to find, 
and you're gonna feel crummy. So getting yourself out of that cycle, you're, you're gonna go through that withdrawal. But once you start to implement all the new ways and the new habits, those are what's going to bring you some new energy. But your body is not going to feel energetic from it right away. Just gonna tell you. It's going to be like, why aren't you giving me what you've been giving me the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, however long you've, you know, how old you are and how long you've been doing this. You can't expect something to happen overnight or in a week. Your body is going to be angry at you. (laughs) It's going to be like, I want that muffin. I want that, you know, so-called coffee, you know, that you would always get me at 2 p.m. And um, yeah, and now you're giving me yoga and breath work or we're eating a salad. What are we doing? We're having an apple? Why can't we just have like some chips or, you know, a candy bar or whatever it is that you go for, a granola bar? Um, so y- you have to have grace with your body. You have to just start small. Okay, you have to pick the one or two things that you know are going to be uncomfortable but get you to where you want to be. You want to start feeling better, then you got to start owning it. You got to start playing the part. You've got to start envisioning who you want to be, how you want to feel, and you have to remember, you have to pause. Rather than taking that immediate action, pause and just take a moment and be like, what would the new Gabby eat? How, how would the new Gabby respond? How am I going to feel right now if I eat that? In three hours, how am I going to feel after I eat that or drink that? Okay? Um, some of you even just grab sodas. Like, even diets. It's just, diet sodas, just, it's just not good. There's no calories in it anyway. It's going to give you some caffeine, but like, there's a bunch of junk in it. So you're better off just grabbing, I know it's not sweet, but a coffee, okay? If you need the caffeine. <laughs> but again, that's a whole nother, a whole nother topic. So, okay, you're like, okay, Gabby, let's talk about like what foods. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to kind of go through a quick list of some things that I had written down. And then we'll kind of just talk about some easy swaps here and then we'll, we'll be on our merry way. Uh, But I just wanted to preface that, encourage you, and just give you some practical tips, advice, um, because, yeah, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal, and I want you guys to feel good. I want you to be able to do this. I want you to be able to accomplish whatever it is that you are aiming for, and uh, I don't want you to just feel like, well, tomorrow I'm going sugar-free. Cold turkey, none of it. Because guess what? I'm pretty sure then by Friday, you're going to be back to your new routine or the next week. Um, Because you did not allow yourself to have grace on yourself that, wow, I've built up so much. Like write down all the habits and all the things that you are eating um, on a regular basis, daily. And kind of like your pattern. What are your patterns? What are your habits? What are your rituals? Um you got to give yourself a chance. They didn't just happen overnight. You just started to mold into it and it became your daily thing. And and so now you have to start to break pattern and it's going to feel hard and it's going to, you're, you're going to face resistance. And I've done podcasts on those. So go and find those if you need, you know, there's so much mental work that goes along with health and, and eat and the, and the physical part of eating and making actual 
you know, decisions. There's the mental aspect and then there's the physical aspect. They go hand in hand because without mentally being present and tough and resilient, um, you're, you're not going to make it. Like you're just, we're going to cave to what feels comfortable, what feels known. And that's okay. We, we need the known and the comfortable, but when you recognize there needs to be a change in life and something that you're doing that's known and comfortable is not serving you, then something's got to change. Something's got to give and you need to break that pattern in your brain. So that is my two cents. <laughs> so some things that, a lot of things here, um, I'm going to go through it that have sugar in them. Some of them you will know. Hopefully there's one that um, kind of stands out to you that you're like, oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Go and check what you got. You know, write these down or replay this part um, in this episode. Uh, so again, we we most most of us will start our day with like a coffee or tea or something um, and coffee creamers. That is a big deal. One tablespoon of coffee creamer can have five grams and you can't be honest with me and tell me that you only do one tablespoon in your giant Yeti to-go mug. <laughs> That's just not possible. So two, three tablespoons, because then you're talking about 10 to 15 grams out of that 71 or 75, whatever we talked about on the average that people consume. You already, yeah, just think about the amount of sugar you're consuming in the morning. And how fast that adds up um, through coffees. Not to mention people that will stop and get foo-foo coffees um, at their local Starbucks or whatever. Um, so be mindful of coffee creamers. Bread. Now I know one of them that's like super popular and I I love it and I was buying it and, and I don't mind it. But um, we've been making sourdough for so long. Like it, there's no point in me buying bread my kids will eat this we can make it into sandwich sizes um it's it's totally fine um but dave's killer bread actually tastes super good it is a good option but um i i really actually didn't even notice (laughs) me of all people as you know i read labels and things um i'm pretty sure it was in one slice one slice had five grams of sugar and you don't make a sandwich with one slice so two slices of bread and you're 10 grams of sugar in. That's a lot for bread. So make sure that you're reading labels on the breads that you're buying. Okay? Or you can learn to make your own homemade. Salad dressings, condiments, salsa, any of that. It is so, there's so many other things too to look for on those labels that are not healthy, but sugar, um, there's going to be some naturally occurring sugars for sure with anything that has like a tomato in it. Awesome. That's totally fine. So there's going to be something on there that says total sugars, and then it'll say underneath it, total added sugars. So total sugars, say it says like three grams in your salsa. Okay. So look below it and see, are there any added sugars, um, total added sugars? And if it says zero, great. Then you know that three grams is coming from straight like tomatoes. Like that is its source. And then just check the label to make sure. Um, but if you see like total added sugars, 
three grams, five grams, that's a sign and a clue that, hmm, they've added extra sugars to enhance it. Maybe I should find something else. Now, sometimes it's just something that you use every now and again. No big deal. Fine. But if it's something that you consume on the regular and you're really trying to be mindful, stick with no added sugars. Okay? You have to retrain your palate and be okay with just the naturally occurring sugar in certain foods. Okay? Um, And then, so yeah, like salad dressings, um, condiments, like um, we'll, we'll talk about yogurt and stuff, but just know like a salad dressing that is say low fat or some sort of condiment. What they do is low fat. All that means is, okay, you take all the fat out. Okay. So if you've ever had a really delicious cut of meat, like that's juicy, that's fat, like has good, you know, fattiness to it, um, there's so much flavor. It's so good. I mean, butter, fat. Butter like makes your potato taste, but you know, your baked potato or your toast or, um, you know, whatever it is that you add butter to. It like enhances that flavor. That's what fat does. So once you strip that from something and you call it low fat because there was that whole craze that you should have no fat in any of your foods, low fat everything. Well, guess what they did? They just hijacked it with sugar. That's all they did. So here you are creating hormonal problems for people where you just stripped all the fat, the good fats from their diet and just jacked up the sugar. And then people are like, oh, look at me. I'm making better health choices because I'm lowering my cholesterol and I'm not consuming any fat. Okay, well, your body, especially females, you need fat and the good kind. And it tastes great. And it's great to, to eat the good sources. So they replace that with sugar to make it taste better because they just took all the fat, the flavor, out. So that's what low fat means. So when you see that, just be mindful, okay? <clears throat> Nut butters, jams, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, slapping some peanut butter on your kid's bread that already has sugar in it with then some more sugar in their jam. You might as well just send them with the candy bar. So natural peanut butter should just be peanuts or almonds or whatever you um, buy for your family and salt or no salt. It should just be like one or two ingredients. No palm oil shortening, no natural flavors, no sugar. Um, Yeah, none, nothing else. It should just be like one or two ingredients. Jams, it's kind of hard to find it. You might have to look online. I know Thrive Market carries a really good one that I like. Or you just make your own. Oops. Or you just do some honey. See here, I'm in a new office and I'm kicking the garbage can because I'm not used to this spot. Um, yeah, so jam you can do or you just do fresh fruit and mash it on there. Or like make your own. You can blend or you could like buy frozen berries, cook them down. Mix some chia seeds in there and let it set. Now, it won't last forever because it's not preserved. Because some of the things that they put in the jellies are going to preserve them for a long time. So you got to use it. So maybe make a small batch or a larger batch and freeze some and pull it out as you need. Um, But 
just regular fruit on its own, you can drizzle some honey on there, you know. Um, but man, PB and J, it's like eating a candy bar when you don't buy the stuff that doesn't have all the added sugars. Just think of how many of those we've consumed on the Wonder Bread or the Uncrustables. <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe those are still a thing. I think you can buy like a giant box of those at Costco. But hey, you know, that's just the world we live in. And you know, if I'd eat one like out of the blue or like, you know, with this marathon training, sometimes it's like, you know what? I just need fast, quick, easy carbs. It's not, I've not bought Uncrustables, but um, I bought a healthier version of Pop-Tarts, guys. Because I was like, this is the time. This is the time to eat Pop-Tarts. So I've only done it like twice before a super long run. Because I need a lot of carbs. I don't want to feel like I ate a bowl of oatmeal. Because I don't need all the fiber. I need it quick. I need it to be used up fast. Um, fast energy. So I found a, a better brand. I think Nature's Path is the, the brand. Um, that just doesn't have as much of the crap that's in regular Pop-Tarts. Because whew, I just I couldn't get myself to do it. So, you know, YOLO, you only live once, life once. And so enjoy something every now and again. But I'm not going to go and buy the Uncrustables and all the Pop-Tarts and just eat the heck out of them um, or, or, you know, have them on hand anytime I feel like I should have one. Um, yeah, that's not how it works. So it's, it's just like a once in a while kind of a thing when you choose to eat one of those or you just want the nostalgia. Hey, I'm all here. I'm here. I'm here for it. All right, yogurt. Even plain yogurt has about seven grams of natural sugars in it. Dairy already has that in there. So milk sugar is called lactose. So low lactose dairy has less sugar. So those are going to be things like heavy cream, aged cheeses. So if you want to really, you know, I typically will do like half and half for my creamers, but a lot of people, like even keto, um, and my mother-in-law has even switched over to, to using heavy cream for coffee. Um, and, and if you can find a really great source, um, super good for you. If you buy raw milk, scoop some of that rich cream right off the top. Save it and pour a little bit in your coffee. It's so good for you. Um, no sugar because it has no lactose um, in it. So when you buy sugar, I'm sorry, when you buy yogurt, Look at the label again. What are the total sugars? And then look below what are the total added sugars, okay? So if you buy plain yogurt, you're going to find five, six, seven grams of sugars in them. I can't remember. I feel like I I looked one time and I can't remember. But like, let's say low-fat versus whole-fat yogurt. Always aim for whole-fat. Unless you have specific dietary goals or whatever, um, whole fat is always going to be better, especially for your kiddos too. Going to be more f- more filling, um, more flavor profile, but I'm not sure if they have the same content of naturally occurring sugars. I can't remember. So just compare. Look at it. Um, I would think that the whole fat would have less because they're not trying to replace, well, I guess if you buy plain so I'm not sure. But anyway, don't buy any flavored yogurts is my my main um, point here uh, because you can be consuming a lot. 10, 13 grams in a single serving cup. Um, not to mention if you just buy a big tub of it and then you slap it in a bowl 
and then you put your sugary granola on it and some berries. Um, yeah, it, it, it adds up real quick. So just by plain, sweeten it how you want. Okay? Um, and we'll kind of come back through and just kind of give some quick um, replacement ideas. So yogurt, plain, always. Whole fat as often as possible. Okay? Prepared cereals, bars, granolas, any boxed item, we'll just say, crackers, any of those things. Look at the sugar content in there. Your drinks, coffees, sports drinks. Maybe you have smoothies, sodas. Maybe I'm missing something, but anything, whatever you reach for, okay? And I know there are a lot of zero-calorie drinks out there. Um, some are filled with aspartame. No, we don't want to consume that because that can, that brings on a whole nother slew of health problems in the long run and then um yeah just any any of those they're gonna have natural flavors they're gonna have all these enhancers because they stripped out the sugar um every now and again sure it's great to have um but not on a regular basis um cured meats so things like bacon ham sausage brats salami flip it over check that label um curing the meat to preserve it uh, they will use sugar sometimes okay um, spices marinades any of those kinds of things you know soy sauces or teriyaki or barbecue or whatever it is you go for asian sauces any of those buffalo wild wings uh whatever's like you can buy them in the store i think you don't have to necessarily go to the restaurant um just just check that out okay probably have a lot of high fructose corn syrup anyway in them um and spices like sometimes i wonder why i'm like oh that sounded so good even organic ones and i'm like why are we putting sugar in there i don't really i don't want that like can't we just skip that if i wanted to add sugar i would put that on my whatever i'm making um so just check the spices okay um and then another crazy one um is check your sugar-free packets that you're buying if you buy stiv stevia, stevia, I feel like I never know how people say it, um, packets, sometimes they're mixed with dextrose or maltodextrin. So you'll see that on the label. Those are another name for sugar. Um, and because stevia is like 10 times sweeter than sugar, like there would be next to nothing, like, or not next, but just very little bit in those packets so I learned this guys this is what they do they add these sugars in there and so that there's more uh I can't think of the word oh more substance to the packet so it actually looks like you're dumping a fair amount of sugar in there whereas if you just needed a little bit uh, of sweetness you wouldn't use a whole teaspoon of stevia or a half teaspoon trust me you would spit that coffee right out or whatever you made if you put a half teaspoon of stevia in your coffee. It, like, it would be way too sweet. It wouldn't be enjoyable. So they just kind of do a little blend so that there's enough in the packet to like, you know, pop into your drink um, and look, yeah, like more. So it's just, it's just crazy. I was like, no way. Ugh. I, that is just, that's the food industry for you. It's all about like 
looks. Like, why does it have to look yellow? Why does it have to look brown? Why does there have to be a lot of sugar in the packet? Like, it's all, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. So anyway, so that was a lot of things that I um, just kind of threw at you. Again, reading labels is going to be your best friend. Best next option is to always make your own. Make your own bread. Make your own salad dressings. Make your own jam. Uh, make your own granola. I'm looking at my list. Uh, any marinades or spices. You could just buy a bunch of plain ones and then kind of make your own little blend. Uh, make your own marinade. Uh, and, and then just source as best as you can. So, you know, for your coffees, again, if you buy raw milk or you want to consider that, there's so many things you can do with the cream. Uh, like there's just, it's, it's a neat thing. I, we're not in that, in that world right now. I am not, we're not huge milk people. Uh, but I have been following so many, you know, homesteading people on Instagram and I'm just like seeing all these raw milk things and people making butter and all the things you can make with the milk. And I'm like, oh, I, that would be amazing. Um, but I just don't want to buy it and waste it. I don't, I don't want to waste our money at the moment until I figure out exactly our action plan. Um, so anyway, heavy cream, you can use a dairy-free milk if you need dairy-free for your creamer. Just, um, again, dairy-free creamers are still going to be loaded with sugars. So you can just put a plain almond milk, plain coconut milk. Um, I use half and half most of the time if I don't have access to finding good heavy cream. Uh, and then if I don't want, if I want it sweetened, I will add, um, a drop or two of liquid stevia. Oh my goodness. In there. And then, um, I'm good to go. Um, you know, your bread, we make sourdough. I'll make homemade. We've talked about einkorn flour on an episode. So, um, options are endless there. Maybe you just need to cut out the bread for now. Uh, if you don't and are not willing or don't have the time to make bread because it requires some time. I totally get it. So if you really want to, make a few of them so that you're not always like, okay, we just ate a whole loaf. Now I have to make time to make another one. Make a few loaves. And then after they cool, you can slice them up and freeze them as slices. Or you you know freeze the whole loaf and you take it out to thaw so it's ready for your next time that you will need it because you're running low on the one that you had already. So give yourself the chance. Make things in excess and freeze them so that you're not always trying to play catch up and trying to do better because you're going to get burnt out. So I usually make a double batch of granola and I'll throw a bag in the freezer so that I'm like, oh my gosh, our jar is getting a little low. Oh, good. You know, I'm going to go to the freezer and grab, you know, the bag uh, and, and, you know, then I mentally know, okay, I got to make a double batch coming up here in a little while. But, you know, I had a backup. So it's just, it's planning ahead. You know, you got to start kind of planning. Salad dressings, Primal Kitchen is a great brand for any of that. Even with marinades, I really like their Hawaiian barbecue sauce. Um, just has a hint of sweetness from like some pineapple juice. Like I love it. I, I think they've done a great job with some of their pre- flavor profiles um, and really focusing on their mission being, you know, sugar-free, um, you know, using avocado oil. Um, not that olive oil is bad, but that's like their main their main thing. So, or just make your own, um, make your own salsa, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And the yogurts you can buy, you know, sugar-free ones. Those ones are going to be loaded with, you know, natural flavors and stuff. I like the occasional, that Oikos brand, 
super awesome, but we just buy a lot of just plain regular yogurt, plain Greek yogurt. We'll add, we'll drizzle on some honey. We'll put in our granola. We'll add berries. I'll add sometimes my collagen, peanut butter protein, um, collagen powder, and that's sweetened with monk fruit. So, um, you know, that's, that's something that, that I will do too. Cereals, bars, granolas, just be mindful. Um, how much you're consuming of those things. Is there any way that you can find a brand that's less sugar? Is there a way you can make something? Um, yeah, you got to start researching. You got to start making making swaps or just cutting it out for now. Um, your drinks, how can you um, do better with the things that you're drinking? Do you just need more water? Drink some electrolytes, um, just something. Uh, you know, I get it. Water gets boring. Coffee... Yeah, like trying to not consume that past 2 p.m. is better for you so that you can actually fall asleep. So um, just finding a new fun thing to to um, rely on that is uh, lower in sugar or no sugar um, would be ideal. <clears throat> and then, yeah, just for the meats, you just have to, yeah, you're, you're going to have to search. You're going to have to, you know, check locally. Um, and, and just find what is near you that is going to be a better option. And, um, yeah, look for those. Um, a lot of those like lunch meats too are going to have like natural flavors or carrageenan or whatever you say it, um, and sugar and nitrates and all those things in it. So just, just reading and being mindful. Um, some of those other, you know, healthier, cleaner brands are a bit pricier. So if you do have one of those memberships to like a Sam's Club or a Costco or something that you can have access to to buy a little bit nicer of a meat um, at a little bit more of a discount, then, you know, that might be worth it. Um, but learning to just say no because you're like, this does not fit with my goals. This is not going to help me achieve um, what I am looking for. So I'm just going to have to say no. Um yeah, so I think that's that's about all with the swaps. And here I am saying this isn't going to be, you know, super long episode. We'll get you in and out. But really wanted to just hone in on so many different aspects of um, sugar um, before we had gotten into the specifics of, of the foods. Um, great sugar-free options are stevia, like we've talked about a lot, and monk fruit, urethritol, xylitol, really aren't, um, they're kind of hard on the gut and just not the better of the options. So really just stick with monk fruit and stevia and then any of your natural, you know, we use coconut sugar, we use honey, and we use maple syrup. So that's kind of our, our jam when we do other types of things that I'm, like I'm okay with having sugar in some of our things. If I've made it homemade, I'm in control of it. I can cut out half the sugar. I can use whatever sugar I want. I know that I'm, you know, it it all depends. I'm not here to uh, completely avoid sugar 100%. But I know that we're not, um, we don't struggle with the addictive properties of it. Like, do I want, do I crave myself a good, some chocolate or something sweet? Absolutely. And it's meant to be enjoyed. But when, when we're not actually being our own best advocate, we are going to constantly be being deceived by the food industry. It makes me so angry, honestly. 
and I wish I could just like storm in there and talk to them how because then you know what they just send us to the doctors it's just it's just a whole circle <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna get into any conspiracy theory stuff here but guys it's just a big circle all for money and power so um yeah they stick it in the foods they make you sicker so who do you need you need the doctor they prescribe you something and you keep coming back for more so I'm here to teach you differently to help you rely and be on yourself self-sufficient and healthier more vibrant live a better life so if this episode really just stuck with you uh, if you need to re-listen to it again take notes um, if you feel someone else really needs to hear this, share this message with them and encourage them or find a buddy, like find someone, a buddy, find someone, um, hold you accountable, hold each other accountable, do it together. It's so much better when you have more people on board with you, create a little community, um, or just within your own family and just say, Hey, you know what? We're going to not have this, um, right now, or we're going to swap it with this, or mommy's trying to do better. Uh, and, and moms especially, like this is just going to help you feel better. You're not going to, again, feel the immediate like, oh my gosh, I didn't have that piece of cake and I feel like a million bucks. No, it's not going to work like that. Like I said, it takes time. It took time to get you to where you are now, so it's going to take you time to get to where you want to be. So just keep your eye on the person you want to be. Keep your focus on how you want to feel, you know, in a year from now, okay? Really got to map it out, guys. Um, so I hope this encouraged you. I hope that this blessed you. Again, I hope that um, you see my passion just coming through this because I, I care about you guys. I care about everyone's just health and well-being because I really feel that so much truth needs to be exposed more and more and more because it keeps getting hidden. And um, yeah, this just needs to be more common knowledge to people so please share this it would mean that's all i want that's a free easy way for you to support me and this show um, to keep getting more subscribers more ears more more lives changed um it, it impacts me more than you know when i when i see more of those um downloads going up faster when I hear people commenting back when I get new followers that have reached out to me and said so and so shared this with me and I'm just you know I'm just grateful or this is how it's changed me like honestly that's my mission and and that's why I'm here spending 50 minutes talking to you guys about sugar <laughs> no all right guys I wish you an amazing week go with encouragement go with boldness go with resilience um, and figure out your action plan if this is something that um, needs to be addressed in your life. And of course, you can email me, message me if you've got me on any of the socials um, or if we're connected, you know, personally. Um, happy to chat um, and help you. So with that being said, I will talk to you guys soon. Take care.